Hello there, this is Ricky once again for day seven of our Lenten Challenge 40 Days in the Desert. We're spending Lent with Jesus and Job, and today we're on chapter seven of the book in Job, and we've been listening to Job in his anguish, crying out to God for the past three days now. But today, he directs his words specifically at God, and so he's kind of complaining about the harshness of life, how difficult life on this earth is, and he says, is not life on earth a drudgery? It's days like those of a hireling, like a slave who longs for the shade, a hireling who waits for wages. So I have been assigned months of futility and troubled nights have been counted for me. So Job is comparing life now to the life of a slave. And obviously during this time of tribal, he see, trial, he sees God as this all-powerful taskmaster who's controlling every aspect of his life. Um, and of course, in his case, making his life miserable. But when we look at God in that sense, um, our lives are out of our control, right? Everything is predetermined by God. All our decisions have been made for us. And this all-seeing eye of God is constantly upon us, watching for any misstep uh, that we, we might make so that he, he can punish us, right? But of course, that's not the vision of God that we have. And, but Job says, what are human beings? that you make much of them, or pay them any heed. You observe them every morning and try them at every moment. How long before you look away from me and let me alone till I swallow my spit? So he's basically saying that God is like all over him and he can't even, he can't even swallow his, his saliva because you know God is just in his face at every moment. He's feeling the weight of his suffering bearing down upon him, right? So that's why he's responding in this way uh, he considers himself a slave and um, you know I think a lot of people have that vision of God but when Jesus comes onto the scene thousands of years later right he starts proclaiming the coming of the kingdom of God and he shares some great news with his disciples and it also applies to us he says I no longer call you slaves because a slave does not know what his master is doing I have called you friends because I have told you everything I have heard from my father. So there's a huge contrast between a friend and a slave. And slavery is all about control and oppression and getting what you want using force. Whereas uh, friendship is about love and doing what you can for the other without expecting anything in return. And so um, there's no force involved. It's a free gift of oneself to the other person. Um, but it goes even further than that because Jesus comes and he dies on the cross for us. And that gains for us the greatest of all gifts, divine sonship, right? So St. Paul says it this way. When the fullness of time had come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to ransom those under the law so that we might receive adoption. As proof that you are children, God sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying out, Abba, Father, so you are no longer a slave, but a child. And if a child, then also an heir through God. So to be a son or daughter of God, that's an intimate relationship, much different than a, a friend, much different than a slave, of course. So although the father possesses an authority, he doesn't seek to control or to oppress or to make life difficult, right? A father seeks to lead and to guide and to, to show by example. Um, and in the sense of God, he's trying to lead us to become saints, right? That's, that's his goal for us. Unfortunately for Job, you know, this wouldn't come to fruition for thousands of years later, 
Uh, but thankfully for us, we have this great gift of being able to call God our Father. Um, it's not just a happy-go-lucky thing. You know, God chose specifically to reveal Himself to us as our Father. And that means something. That means that we are His children. And if you think about it this way, you know, what's special about a family relationship? Well, it means that, you know, a son or daughter, even if they choose to deny their father, even if their father runs away from them, he never ceases to be their father. They share the same blood. Uh, that relationship can never be broken. Um, we can deny each other. There can be hardships and all of that. Uh, we can turn away from each other. We can live miles apart. But it never breaks the relationship between a father and a son. And that's the relationship that God wants to have with us as uh, intimate union, right? Father and son. So we also have the great gift of free will. And God didn't create us as these, you know, mindless robots that just do whatever he wants. Um, instead, he gave us free will. And that means that he wants us to be able to choose freely to love him. He doesn't force us because to force someone to love you is not true love. So let us rejoice in that today and in every gift that we have of being a child of God. Let us give thanks to Jesus for his sacrifice and what he won for us through his death on the cross. This is Ricky Jones from Leaders That Follow. I will see you tomorrow. Have a blessed day.